So there's no list for this episode, is there? There's, there's no list for this episode. This is, uh, this is uh, a different kind of episode. Uh, hi, this is Jack Hodgson, and uh, I'm here with Jeb Burnside. Uh, we're breaking away from our remote coverage of AirVenture Oshkosh 2022 to bring you some very sad news. As you may have already heard, and, and if you haven't, I apologize for breaking it to you this way, but um, our dear friend and podcast partner, Dave Higdon, has passed away very unexpectedly. When we first received this heartbreaking news, we had done one daily episode from AirVenture 2022, and we considered abandoning our coverage out of respect for the rest of the year's fly-in. But as Jeb and I talked, and, and as we talked with others of Dave's friends, we realized that that was not what Dave would have wanted us to do. Uh, Dave would not have wanted his misfortune to interfere with the chance to tell people about the world of aviation that he loved so much. So we're going to continue with a few more UCAP dailies from the show in Oshkosh this year. But before we do that, we wanted to take a few minutes, Jeb and I, to share some personal memories about our friend Dave Higdon. So, uh, hi, Jeb. Uh, this hi, is, hi, Jack. This Good has been morning. quite a shock. How are you doing? Um, I'm not 100%, yeah. but uh, uh, I will be again. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, uh, in, in a lot of ways... Um, and we'll maybe talk about this in subsequent episodes, but in a lot of ways, um, it wasn't a surprise, um, but it was a shock. Um, I, and, I agree. Uh, I absolutely agree with that, 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 you know, perspective. That's the way I feel about it too, sadly. Yeah. Um, you know. and, I mean, we're none of us are spring chickens, man. This is going to sure, happen. Um, sure, sure. And uh, it was a shock. It yeah, was a shock. Yeah, it was a shock. So, um, Dave I'm was quite a character. Yeah. He, he, I, I, to answer, fully answer your question, I'm still processing a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dave was a character. Yeah, he, he had a lot of things going on. And yeah. uh, we're going to talk about a few of them yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, I, in some ways, he became a very unlikely friend of mine. I, I uh, you know, um, I, I've said this before, and I, I'm pretty sure I've said it in public. And I'm, if I haven't, I'm not ashamed to. Um, I've, I've grown to consider both of you to be like brothers. Um, and, uh, um, and, and, and that's certainly true of Dave, but I would never have predicted it when I first met Dave. Um, I, I, I have an urge to tell about an aspect of my first, when I met Dave and, and I confess, I don't remember the exact moment I met Dave. Um, but I remember the circumstances of when I met Dave and, and I've, and I've always remembered them and they're, they're, they're significant to me. It's, it's a very, uh, uh, touching thing to me. It says to me a lot about Dave. So I met Dave when I became a member of the staff of the, uh, of the, uh, EAA daily paper there at, uh, at Oshkosh. This is before it was AirVenture and the paper wasn't called AirVenture today yet. Um, I believe it was called EAA today or EAA now or something or like that, yeah. something like like that. Um, and the paper had existed for a few years and I had been an attendee at, uh, at the fly-in and had read the paper. Um, and one, one off season, I had this idea for a column. And so I wrote an email to the editor and said, pitch this idea. And I was a little bit shocked when they said, yeah, it's a good idea. Come on, be part of the staff. And so I did. I arrived uh, in Oshkosh that summer and, and walked into the uh, newspaper office there and, and, and met this crew, um, this, this staff um, who were and, – and they were all very welcoming, make no mistake. I'm not 
not I'm not pointing out Dave because everybody else was mean to me. They weren't. Everybody was very <laughs> friendly, um, but they were they were for, they were all a team. They knew each other, and they were largely professional journalists who were taking some time each summer to help produce this newspaper. Um, these were serious journalists, serious aviation journalists. They knew their stuff. They were pros. All right, and I'm this guy. All right, who just kind of came in with a wacky idea for a column. All right, I was an outsider. All right, and they all were very friendly, but Dave in particular befriended me. Um, uh, kind of out of nowhere. I mean, I, and I welcomed it. I, I, I wasn't, but it, it's almost surprised me. All right. Cause he was, I, I, I kind of knew his byline. I didn't really know him, his writing, his work, but I knew his byline. I knew he was, he was a guy, you know, he was, a, he was a, he's a player, you know, I know that's a bad word, but, um, and yet he was just a regular guy who said, hi, Jack, how you doing? You know, it's like I'd written a few columns and he was saying, I like what you're doing. It's really interesting. And uh, um, he befriended me. And yeah. and uh, and it's not like he didn't have other friends. Everybody liked Dave, you know, but he went out of his way to be nice to me and to welcome me and to show me some of the ropes and to teach me some things about the fly-in that I didn't know and about airplanes that I certainly didn't know. He always, you know, I mean, I never caught up with him in terms of airplane knowledge. Um, he was just such a nice guy to the stranger who wandered in, you know, and, uh, we, in those early days, the first, first year or so. So I'm writing this column about just sort of man in the street, if you will, called around the field. Actually, it was called something else back then too. But anyways, um, I'd go out into the field and I'd, I'd just find people standing by their airplane, regular folks, attendees, and I'd interview them and I'd write their story. I'd go back to the newspaper office. I'd submit my copy and I had noted the, the location of this person because they were typically par- camped by their airplane in the North 40. And mm-hmm. so I'd write down the tail number and I'd write down the row number. And then Dave would get assigned because Dave was a photographer back then. He would get right. assigned to go out back out and find this person in order to take a picture of them. Okay. Um, and, and, and as you can imagine, that was, that was no mean feat, you know, because it's like nobody hangs out by their airplane full time. And so, you know, he, that first season, uh, you know, he, he struggled trying to find these people, you know, and, uh, and, but very, very, you know, never grumbling. He was just like, that's what he's trying to do, you know? And, uh, and it was the second or third year that I, I brought my own little crude digital camera and started taking my own pictures just to kind of have some coverage. And I was a little worried about that too, because I'm thinking, you know, I'm stepping on the toes of the professional, very quality photographer here. You know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want any hurt feelings. And he never was. He was like, that's absolutely fine, Jack. You know, and he actually complimented my, my silly little pictures. Dave was just such a generous, welcoming guy. And and that's how I met him. And and over the years, we became closer and closer friends. Um, and uh, and ultimately, he introduced me to you, basically. Um, you know, yeah, that's where it all started going downhill. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, you know, certainly went sideways, that's for sure. Oh, sideways, uh, yeah, that's a great yeah, term, too. Yeah, um, but uh, that was the situation where I met Dave, and, I, and I've always remembered how gracious he was and how welcoming he was. And, and now that I've known him 20 years, it's actually not that surprising because that's, that's who Dave was. Um, and, uh, he just loved people and loved making friends and loved hanging out and talking and mostly telling stories, but also listening to stories. Um, you know, that's, that's one of my memories of Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a, a clear, um, lineage like you do. 
Um, I knew Dave um, back in the early to mid eighties or first, first got to know him. Um, I was at NBAA. Uh, he had, he had joined uh, uh, AOPA uh, and I'm not sure in what capacity. I think it, 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 it I think it had a little bit to do with um, public relations. And I think it had a little bit to do with uh, ultralight aircraft. Um, but that's when I first met him in a, a period uh, and um, got to know him. It wasn't long after that, that um, uh, I don't know, maybe nine months or so, the um, John Baker, who was uh, legendary president of, of AOPA at the time, um, retired, I believe. Um, I, I don't, he, he, Baker's situation changed. And part of the, um, that was there were some changes downstream and uh, Dave and David's department were, were one of those changes. He ended up, uh, stayed in Washington, in the Washington area. He ended up, um, I'm not sure specifically with which uh, publication, uh, either Commerce Business Daily or um, uh, the Journal of Commerce as a journalist, which of course was his training and his uh, uh, second love, his first love, of course, being aviation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, got to know him, um, uh, more a- after his, uh, uh, his switch, his change of jobs. Uh, we, we would talk occasionally to, to, uh, you know, get the lay of the land or give the lay of the land or something like that on, on something he might've been covering or was just curious about. Um, and, uh, you know, see him at various events, things like that. Um, somewhere again in the, in the mid to late eighties, um, he, uh, drifted away from some of that, or, or maybe I drifted away from NBAA. Anyway, we, we started basically to part, uh, professional company and parted his friends, um, didn't really know we were parting, but you know, there, there you go. Um, fast forward to probably 1995. Um, there is this new thing called, um, uh, oh, the internet. That's what the called. internet. Yeah, I know. the internet. I, yeah, and uh, still waiting to see whether that's going to catch on. But, I, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm really skeptical. Um, but there was this website. Um, it was one of the first of its kind. It was called Avweb, and of course, it's still around. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had been writing. Uh, I'd been doing the moonlighting. Actually, I had a, a real day job. Um at one point and then, um, uh, fell back into, uh, into uh, uh, freelancing a few years later, but I was writing the, uh, the news coverage. I won't say writing the news coverage. That's, that's not the way to put it. I was, uh, um, collecting press releases and other items, uh, for the news coverage section of professional pilot magazine and, um, went on to, um, you know, I started looking at Avweb and I, I, I liked what they were doing. I liked the tone. I liked the tube that it came with. And I said, well, you know, I can, I can do this. I can, you know, broaden my horizons a little bit here. And uh, one thing led to another. And uh, boom, I was uh, writing um, for Avweb, writing, being a news writer for Avweb. Dave was another news writer for Avweb. And we basically alternated uh, each week. Mm-hmm. Um and we got to know each other virtually, you know, via email as a result of that. And, hey, great to see you. Great to hear from you again. That kind of thing. Um, that fall, I, I believe, again, it was 1995. 
um, at the NBAA convention. Um, I was there. He was there. He was there for probably the Wichita Eagle. I was there uh, for Av, uh, yeah, for Avweb, um, and saw him in the press room. This was in Orlando, I believe. Saw mm-hmm. him in the press room, and I said, "Well, it's you know, uh, Dave's you know um, got a good sense of humor, as, as we all know. Uh, let me let me see if I can you know leverage a little bit of that." So uh, we hadn't seen each other in again you know ten years or so. So. I walk in, I'm wearing a coat and tie. I guess he was too. Um, and I said, you're, you're Dave Higdon, aren't you? He says, yeah. And, uh, you're like a, a freelance writer or something like that. Right. He said, yeah. He says, well, I said, well, you know, are you looking for, you know, additional work? And he said, well, I'm always looking for additional work. Depends on what it is. And we talked for a few more minutes. I didn't even bother, you know, introducing myself. And, um, uh, at one point, I said, oh, by the way, I'm Jeb Burnside. And he looks at me, and he starts smiling. He starts laughing. <laughs> he says, you got me. I said, yeah, I got you. Know. And <laughs> that was that was uh, um, the, the first real, I think, connection we had made. Yeah. Uh, even, after, even after our time uh, back in the 80s. Um, eventually, I became his editor at AvWeb. Um, uh-huh. He didn't want the job because he still had the Wichita Eagle thing going on. And um, I said, well, shoot, yeah, I'll take it. And and um, there we went. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was editing him. Uh, and we had another news writer. Maybe I was, I don't remember. It was kind of fuzzy from all that time, all that time ago. Yep. Um, but um, enjoyed working with him then. And uh, um, he was, you know, part of the AvWeb cadre for several years, um, both at Oshkosh and at Sun and Fun and uh, uh, just during the rest of the year. Um, and, of course, that led to um, my getting the gig with AirVenture Today back in 2004 yeah. uh, and, and meeting you. Yep. And, and then... That in our uh, uh, annual quest for sushi, of course, led to forming the podcast a little over a year or so later. Yeah, yeah. It was funny when uh, when you came on board as the editor of the paper, um, I, and and this is going to sound like a story about you, but it's really a story about Dave. Um, you know, so the guy who had been the editor prior to that, up to that point. Um, and he left suddenly uh, towards the end of one 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 year's uh, air venture, um, or whatever it was called back then. Um, and but I had developed pretty good really. A lot of people were happy working with that guy, but I had developed a pretty good relationship with this particular editor, and he kind of got my shtick, you know. And and uh, and uh, you know, and uh, so I, I was. I was a little shaken that he was disappearing. All right. And I'm going, well, the new guy is going to come in and he's just going to like <laughs> just see, kick ass, man. Yeah, He's going to yeah. see right through me, man. <laughs> gonna, you know? um, and, and I confessed this to Dave, you know, I said, I said, I'm a little nervous about this whole thing. And Dave goes, no, no, don't worry. He said, he says, I know this new guy. All right. I know, I know Burnside. All right. And, uh, and he's a good guy. He said, you're, you're going to like, you're going to like Burnside. He, he's a good guy. Um, and, uh, uh, and and he was right, you know. So, uh, but he 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 defended you. He calmed me and promoted you both at the same time. Well, um, yeah. And yeah. that's uh, exactly uh, something he would have done. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, he, 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 he was instrumental in getting me that position and, and, uh, uh, cannot, you know, thank him enough, but I, I would also suggest that that was just the way Dave was witness or, or you know, uh, evidence, uh, for the, for the, uh, defense number one is the way, um, he brought you aboard the way he worked with you, the way he was always supportive. Um, he was the same way with me um, all the time, as well as, you know, during the, the, the first, I don't know, um, certainly the first year, maybe the second year too, where I still, you know, was, was trying to figure out all the nuances of that, of that particular slot. Yeah. Uh, he was very supportive and, and, and he would make suggestions and, and they were good ones. And uh, if I was smart, I would uh, uh, follow those suggestions. Yeah, well, uh, if I was if I was dumb, I you know I can't I can't really uh, 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 yeah. explain. But uh, um, the um, the constant uh, support and the constant encouragement and the constant um, uh, suggestions and the constant um, friendliness. Um, he he was you know, even if he was just back from. You know the, the 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 North Forty or, or or whatever taking pictures of something, um, and rushing to meet some deadlines and things like that. He usually had time to chat. He usually had time to to check in with you, and he usually had something supportive to say. Yeah, yeah. The other story I wanted to tell right now, and and I, and, and as we've said, we're going to be telling Dave Higdon stories for quite some time, but um, in the future, future episodes. But the other one I wanted to tell is another aspect of, aspect of Dave's personality that I always found touching. Um, this goes back to the literally the earliest days of this podcast. Um, we had, um, so, and you mentioned, um, you, by the way, had a very touching um, little piece in AvWeb. Um, yes, this morning, I guess it was about Dave and, uh, and thank you for that. Um, it's very, very nice. And anybody hasn't seen it, they should check it out. Um, and in that you alluded to the fact that Dave has always referred to himself as being an, an ink stained wretch, um, which is sort of a, of a, uh, uh, sort of self demeaning, but loving reference to a person who is a, a reporter, a writer, a newspaper person. Um, and he did say that all the time. I heard it many times. Um, he was very proud of, of his, yes. his CD credentials, himself. his credentials mm-hmm. and his work and the things that he accomplished in the area of serious journalism. Um, and, uh, he, uh, um, so now we're doing this podcast, which is a very different medium um, and a very different dynamic. Um, we started the podcast in um, right after one year's air venture in August of, I believe it was 06. Um, and, um, and surprising to most people, it actually kind of kept going. And so now a year later, we've done almost a year's worth of this podcast and we're back at air venture for the first time as podcasters. Okay. And we had built up a bit of an audience by then. And so we were meeting with listeners at air venture. All right. And that was very gratifying. It always has been very gratifying, but, but here's the interesting part. So, um, and I can't remember, I've, I've, I've heard this story. I've told this story so many times that I'm not sure whether I was present for it or not. All right. But it's very vivid in my mind, Dave, so it's during the week we're doing our newspaper thing um and podcasting on the side dave is standing outside the newspaper office chatting with someone 
All right. Uh, As he and, was wont to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he's chatting with someone and us and, and, and there's a lot of people around. There's people go passing. It means a lot of attendees going left and right and all around. One particular stranger, an unknown attendee was passing by. And as the person passed by within earshot of Dave's voice, the attendee kind of paused, slowed down, curbed around and walked over to Dave and looked Dave in the eye and said, are you Dave Higdon? All right. And Dave went, uh, yeah, uh, a little suspicious, a little on guard, you know? Um, and this who, person who, said, whose husband, yeah, whose husband are you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, you'd think though, right. You know, because right, yeah, you know, yeah. the, and the, and the person said, oh, no, I'm just, I'm a listener of the podcast. I really love the podcast. I love what you guys are doing. I just wanted yeah. to say hi. I recognized your voice and I wanted to say hi. All right. And Dave was very polite, but guarded. All right. Um, and, and, and later he told me, uh, he was, and I, you could see it in his eyes. He was almost, almost, uh, uh ashen. All right. Uh-huh. How shaken he was uh-huh. by yeah. this because, yeah. because Dave fashioned himself. In fact, he was to a certain extent, an investigative journalist. All right. Some of his work benefited from him being able to be anonymous, to be able mm-hmm. to walk, sneak around in the shadows almost. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the idea that he would be recognizable, all right was really, really bothersome to him. All right. Yes, to the, to the I, I can confirm all of this. I, yeah. I, I, I might not have been present either, but I, I've, he's expressed, he, he did express this on numerous yeah. occasions over the and, years. And, and after this particular incident, when he's expressing this to me, he, so, he told me, and he, I think he was more than half serious. He says, I can't do this. I'm going to quit. All right. I can't be yeah. visible like that. And, and I was like, well, in my head, I'm going, no, Dave, you can't quit. We got a thing going here. All right. Um, but he was really, really bothered by the, I, I'm reluctant to use the word celebrity, but, but the, but the, the visibility, visibility yeah, of, yeah. of what we were doing. Um, and, uh, and, and it took him a while to get used to that, you know, and, and he did, by the way. All right, uh, uh, he grew to love it. I'm, I'm certain. Yes. Uh, and yes. uh, like, like, like you and I, um, he 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 grew to love uh, meeting people, uh, listeners, listeners who he knew, or listeners who were new to him um, at the shows at 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 Oshkosh and at Sun yeah. and Fun and at other places too. Um, but but he was really really dubious about the whole yeah. idea um, at first. And, well, and that says something about his personality, both his yeah. self view as a, as a serious journalist, you know, and, and his, his sort of, I don't know, timidity or fragility, or I don't know what the right word is, but you know, um, he, he was really not sure he liked that idea at all. Um, but, uh, but he grew to love it. Yeah. 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 No, I, uh, I agree. He, uh, um, was very concerned. Part of it, Part of his uh, uh, growing comfortable with that visibility, I think, had to do with as time went on, he realized he was going to be doing less and less um, pure journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, perhaps um, uh, by design or, or by happenstance, um, that. I think was a lot of the way or a lot of the reason that he became much more comfortable with the podcast. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have the same kind of career Dave did. So those were not really concerns of mine. Uh, although I, I will also um, um, simply say that 
yeah, sometimes the visibility uh, we get or receive, not earn, but we certainly receive, um, is uh, um, surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say disconcerting, but it's certainly or unsettling. But it's certainly um, surprising that um, um, people are that interested in uh, uh, in us and in, in us individually, as opposed to simply the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I, I you know, it, it, certainly in Dave's case, it was earned. Um, it was deserved. Uh, mm. Dave made a real left a real mark. Um, Dave changed lives. Um, initially he changed lives by the, the serious journalism he was doing. He broke some serious, he, he sort of alluded to this over yep. the years. He broke yep. some serious stories, um, investigative stories that changed the industry in a good way. Um, yeah. he covered some important stuff in the aviation, um, and transportation world. Um, and, and, and he, so he, that was important, but, but as he moved into this other kind of journalism, um, partly in the form of the podcast, um, where he started to just tell his stories to everybody. He always told his stories on a personal basis, but when he started to tell his stories to a larger audience, he he made a difference. Um, He, he changed people's lives. He inspired people to get involved with aviation with, with all of the benefits that comes with that. Um, He, he showed people how much fun it could be. He showed people how accessible it was. Uh, And, um, he 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 really made a difference he really had an impact and and that won't end now um you know it it it, it won't end because so many people remember him um it, and it won't end because i'm proud to say we've collected a record um over over you know uh, over 500 episodes of him telling his stories and talking yes. about his experience you know and and it's all there, you know. If you want to go back and listen to Dave talking about any number of different subjects, it's all there. Sadly, it's not easy to dig out sometimes because the show notes are a little vague sometimes. And maybe we should do a better job at that. But it's all there. Um, and uh, um, and uh, the you know it it, it it should be not forgotten. And uh, and I'm proud of the role that we played in in capturing that. Um, that's true for for Dave. And quite frankly, for you, and I've played a little mm-hmm. bit of a role in that too. Yes, yes. But uh, all of this is true. But yeah. uh, we've lost Dave in a very real sense. But he's not gone, and and he'll be around for a long time to come. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. Like I said, we're going to be telling telling Dave Higdon stories for a long time to come. Um, uh, but I, I just wanted to kind of, you know, acknowledge this before we moved on with our coverage of of yeah. uh, Air Venture 2022. I um, yeah. Any other thoughts, uh, Jeb? Just that um, uh, I think we've both lost a, a good close friend, a, a, a coworker, colleague. Um, the uh, uh, the friendship and the, the camaraderie and the uh, um, support that we've all given each other over these years um, now has a hole in it. Yes, and uh, uh, we will a big hole. Figure, yeah. A big hole. A big hole. And we yeah. will, you know, figure out how to either walk around that hole or fill it in or some combination of the above. Yeah. But um, it, it certainly, uh, um, it, it'll, things going forward will be different. And I hope our listeners recognize that and, and will be patient with us as we uh, uh, find the new groove that we're going to settle into. Uh, well said. Yes. Um, we, uh, um, as I mentioned, we're going to, certainly be casually kind of talking about 
telling Dave's stories for a long time to come. We're, we're, we're in the early stages of trying to pull together a special episode of the podcast um, where we gather a, a lot. very special episode. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, maybe for once you'll accept that as being a good description of the episode uh, of uh, we're going to gather together a lot of Dave's friends and, 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 yeah. and share some more memories of, of Dave Higdon. And that'll be coming up. I'm not sure if that'll be the next big episode, but it'll, it'll be sometime in the near future. Um, and we're going to do that. Also um, we're beginning um, on the uncontrolled airspace website. We're beginning a special page um, that will be memories or a, a memorial or something. I don't know how to characterize it exactly, but uh, um, information about Dave. Um, I'm going to try and collect, start collecting a lot. The, the outpouring of, of, of condolences on the internet, um, on, on social media is, is just, I don't know what the word is. It's just awesome. Um, so many people have said so many nice things and they're totally deserved on, you know, yes, on Dave's part. Yeah, um, not, it's, it's not a stretch to, to figure out a way to say something good about Dave. Yeah. And, and yeah. And so on one level, it's not surprising, but on another level, it's surprising. Um, so yeah, I, many people. I spent with a, with a couple of exceptions, I spent most of yesterday on the phone, either answering it or making phone calls. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, after we learned of Dave's passing, and uh, um, after the first initial calls that I placed, a lot of them were incoming calls. Yeah, and people expressing shock and and, and dismay and, and and sorrow, just as just as we are today. Yeah, um, and so. First of all, thank you to everyone who's yes. made these kind expressions. Um, and uh, and I'm thinking that we will gather many, if not all of them, um, uh, into some sort of, of uh, memorial or record or page or whatever. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure, well, just go to the UCAP homepage and uh, you'll, you'll see some link there to that page. Um, and if you would like to contribute something, if you haven't already put something on social media, um, or if you would like to just echo something you put on social media, you can send those kinds of things. Um, to the time being, we may create a special email address, but for the time being, you can send that kind of thing to uh, podcast at uncontrolledairspace.com. And if you send your, your uh, maybe your Dave story, you know, or, or, or some sort of condolence or whatnot, um, we'll, we'll certainly, Jeb and I will see it. We will do our best to package that up so that Dave's family um, sees it and hears about it. Um, and, uh, we'll continue to add, you know, sort of create some sort of memorial to our friend. Mm -hmm. So anyways, unless you've got anything else, Jeb, um, I guess we'll wrap this for now. And, uh, um, you know, we'll talk more about Dave. Um, I don't know if we've used this potential title before, but, uh, you know, I'll throw it out there for grins. Dave's not here. (laughs) That's Dave's not here, man. It's Dave. No, Dave's not here, man. I know. He loved that joke. He, he loved, loved that. that joke. Uh, uh-huh. Anyways, anyway. thank you, everyone. Uh, yes, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again real soon.